When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gays. Happy Friday. We made it through the first week after a holiday. I feel like it took forever. This week just dragged. I luckily had like four or five days off work during during Thanksgiving. And the last thing I wanted to do was go back. <laughs> like, so I am so happy that the weekend is here. I... Got back into, like, my groove with what's going on in regards to keeping up with, like, the shows and, like, the news and everything that's going on. What a week it's been. I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Ceci from the Bravo Docket. That was so much fun to have her on and talk about BravoCon and, like, her thoughts on what is going on with the shows that are currently airing. Love her so much. She's the best. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. We have some stuff that we have to talk about, right? So what I want to do today is just recap the insane episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Because let me tell you, Wednesday was an amazing night of reality television. That episode of Beverly Hills had me on the seat of... On the edge of my seat, sorry. I... uh, Literally, I was like, my mouth was like agape the entire time. It was so good. So I want to talk Beverly Hills. And then there's a couple other things I want to talk to you guys about that are are like swirling around the rumor mill stuff going on in the Bravo universe. We're going to mention it all. So let's just start and get right into Beverly Hills. All right, guys. What an episode Wednesday nights Beverly Hills was. It was... So good. They could have done a full two hours and I would have been content with that. I, we just need to talk about it, right? So the episode started off with Crystal and Dorit going to um, Kyle's house to recap what had happened at Garcelle's like movie premiere party. And Crystal had said to Dorit, like, oh, you know, I saw that, like, you and Garcelle talked. Like, did you guys come back, like, better after your conversation? And Dorit had acknowledged that, like, she needed to apologize for the way that Garcelle felt from what Dorit had said to her. Pertaining, I'm assuming, to, like, her children or, like, maybe what happened in Vegas and, like, what went down there. So, they then get into talking about like Sutton and Kyle's meetup, right? And Kyle asks the ladies how she should handle Sutton. 
And Kyle says that like, she's been off a couple times lately. And like, there's just like, maybe something's going on with her. And they talk about the moment that the elevator doors open, right? That for some reason, we're still talking about the elevator doors opening and Mikey and his partner being there and like Erica saying Sutton should apologize. So obviously guys, you know, the iconic like scene from a couple of weeks ago where Sutton was like being very theatrical within like imitating how Erica was in that moment. So last night we got Kyle imitating Sutton as she was imitating Erica. Like it, (laughs) you can't make this stuff up. I was dying laughing, like just like the arms flailing and like everything was so funny. It was hilarious. And then you got Dorit who does an imitation of Sutton because she says that like Sutton goes from zero to 60, like really quick. And uh, she starts talking in like her Southern like accent and like being all nice and sweet. And then going into like this demonic voice because like, they just feel like that's how Sutton is sometimes. And uh, we learn obviously later on in the episode, like what Sutton had going on and like what was making her kind of maybe be a little off, which we'll get into. But they then get into saying like, I think it was Dorit who said that like, she wouldn't be surprised if Sutton puts vodka in her coffee, like in the morning And then Kyle gets into talking about how, like, vodka makes people, like, become mean. And it, like, is almost coming off, like, a little judgy. And then, thank God, Crystal was there, right? Because in Crystal's confessional, she was like, Dorit, like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody knows, like, your cocktail order, like, by heart. Like, everybody knows your three car, like, your three carcass out cocktail. And, like, so you shouldn't be one to be passing judgment on... Sutton, like, maybe having a cocktail here and there or whatnot. And uh, Kyle, also, like, we get it, like, you're sober, but we've seen you be, like, completely hammered on these shows, doing your splits and swinging your ponytail. And uh, just because you're sober now doesn't mean you can look down on people who still drink, right? And that's what Crystal was saying. And I couldn't agree more. Like, don't put yourself on a high horse because you're no longer drinking and you're going to bash somebody who still does, right? So I'm glad that, like, Crystal was able to, like, say that, like, in her confessional because it came off a little judgy from the two of them. Um, But you got to love editing, guys, right? You got to love the way that these people put the stories together because they then cut to... Garcelle and Sutton meeting up for dinner and the server asks them what they would like to drink and they first get Garcelle's order. She's like, I'm going to have a water and a tea. And then Sutton orders a <laughs> double kettle one on the rocks. Um, it might have just been a single. She ordered a kettle one on the rocks. And <laughs> that was a little shady, right? So you go from the girls kind of saying she pours vodka and her coffee in the morning to them questioning like if she really like they were kind of just like not saying it but saying that she has like a problem with drinking to then being cut to 
her ordering just vodka on the rocks. Well, I thought that that was hilarious. Um, and then you get Garcelle, who is saying that, like, it was wild that, like, the elevator doors opened and, like, there were Mikey and his boyfriend and Garcelle and Sutton are talking about, like, Sutton saying that Kyle took Erica's side pretty much in regards to that whole situation, but she shouldn't have taken Erica's side because it's not her issue. It's an issue between Erica and Sutton and Kyle should just stay out of it. Now, here's my question. It is Erica and Sutton's battle to work out. Sutton is upset that Kyle is siding with Erica. I bet you Sutton would not be upset if Kyle was siding with her. You kind of got to look at it from both sides, right? Because it's more, it's probably just make infuriating her more that Kyle has Erica's back and not hers. And that's where I was like, okay, girl, because if it was the other way around, you wouldn't have an issue right now. You guys would be hunky dory, but it is what it is. And then Sutton is telling ourselves she noticed like Kyle's new like diamond sapphire ring. And this is where we got such an iconic read from Garcelle. Garcelle says, I don't know how Sutton even noticed Kyle was wearing a different ring. The only time I notice anything about jewelry is that after the robbery, Dorit still had hers. And then she sips her cocktail. I almost fell off the fucking couch. That was so funny. For like, I guarantee you that's something that's going to come up at the reunion, right? They're not going to let this one slide. It's a dig at Dorit still having her jewelry after this home invasion. And I want to hear more from Garcelle about what she has to say about that because it's almost like, okay, girl, you got robbed, but you still have all your jewelry. You know what I mean? Like, I just need, I need them to elaborate more on that. So that was amazing though. It was hilarious. So Sutton is like fixated on this new ring. And she brings up the rumors of Mauricio like in the press. Apparently there's all these rumors about Mauricio having an affair. And it's almost like Sutton thinks that like, oh, this new ring was probably like a gift for him messing up, which again, we'll touch on in a little bit, but. She then says that, like, I don't really, like, her marriage is, like, none of my business. And then it it cuts to her, like, just complaining about it. Like, still talking about the marriage. Like, it is just, it's, I can't. These ladies are insane. They really are. Um, If you're not concerned with Kyle and Mauricio's marriage, then why are you bringing up the ring thing? Like, I get it. Like, you probably notice something is going on in their relationship. But then why wouldn't you just go to your friend and ask them if something is going on in their relationship? Instead, you're fixating on this new ring and then bringing up rumors about Mauricio cheating 
And obviously we know that there were rumors because they did flashbacks of all of this, but I don't know. I feel like go to the source. If you want like the right answer, go directly to Kyle and ask her what's going on. And as we learn later on, you had the opportunity to do that and you did not, you had somebody else do your dirty work. Moving forward from there, we had a nice meetup with Garcelle and her son. I absolutely love when we see Garcelle and her children. She is such a good mother. She like has their back at all times. You see her constantly like protecting them, like whether it be from the other ladies because she doesn't trust that they have their best interests at heart or whatnot. They just have such a good relationship. Um, she has a good relationship with all of her boys because we got to see her with Oliver earlier in the season when she was in Vegas. So it's just like, I love to see her as a mom. It's so good. I was a little shocked though, to learn that her son years ago found out that their father had like stepped out on Garcelle because they looked it up online. Cause remember guys, she sent that mass email to like his company saying that like he cheated and her son said that he like looked it up, which is insane which I don't even know like how I would be able to handle that. Like if my parents were in the public eye and like anything that they did was just like a click away and I can just type it in Google and like have the answer, like that's gotta be insane. It also makes you wonder because you always hear celebrities say that like, if they have some type of like crazy, like thing that's happened to them, like in the press or whatnot, you always hear people, they always get asked the question like, how are you going to tell your kids? And that scene made me think like, oh, the kids are probably going to know before the parents even tell them, right? Kids are always online. They're always on their iPads. They're always on their phones. Like if they want to know what happened with mom, they're just going to put her name into Google or dad and they're going to get the answer. Like, right. So it's just, I like, that's gotta be such a shitty position to be in to like, have to figure out when you can like say that because nobody ever wants to have to tell, I'm sure nobody ever wants to have to tell their kids something that they did that they're not proud of, but they have to, because if they don't, somebody else in the public may, I don't know. That's a whole hot fucking mess, but needless to say, I think she obviously can tell she got emotional by it because she didn't know that. And It genuinely, it looked like she was like very like taken aback by it. So, but she handled it good. And I, again, I'm just like very much impressed by, by Garcelle and the way that she is with her kids. I want her to be my mom. Um, Guys, a scene that I know I have been waiting for. I don't know about you guys. I have been pretty like mums the word until I kind of watch the season on what's going on with Kyle and Morgan Wade. I uh, was looking forward to like seeing her come on TV and like seeing their interactions. And I'm glad I waited and like, didn't really talk to anybody about what my thoughts on it were because I don't see any like, I don't see anything more than just friends with the two of them. Now that is just my opinion. You guys may have other opinions. The way that they interacted to me just seemed like they are two very good friends and they're both sober. They both like to work out. 
And with Kyle's like change in her lifestyle, she found somebody who is in to the same things that she is. Can I see maybe like a little bit of a flirty vibe there? Sure. But like, I didn't really get like any type of like sexual tension or anything like that between the two of them. But that's just me. Did you guys, I mean, I don't know. To me, it just seemed like two friends getting together to get tattoos. Now, what I will say is I did think it was a little weird that she got the letter K tattooed on her, which we saw later on in the episode. But I don't know. Uh, teach their own. I mean, she's tatted up. Like, she's got tattoos on every part of her body. So, who's to say what that is about? But I did not get the vibe from them whatsoever that there is anything romantic going on between the two of them. I did find it funny, though, when they were talking about how they met and Morgan said, oh, she stalked me online. This is a story that we have heard before, like, in the press when Kyle's been asked... Um, about Morgan and she said she was just a fan of her music. She came across her music. So she had started following her on Instagram. And from there, obviously we know that they now have a very close relationship. Um, They are filming a doc. They are filming or they did film a documentary about Morgan. Um, We know that they still hang out. If you watched, watch what happens live afterwards Um, It was interesting to hear that Kathy, Kyle, and Morgan all got tattoos together. I cannot picture Kathy Hilton with a tattoo. Even Paris was like, what? You you have a tattoo? Like, it was so good, like the reaction. But regardless, she probably is just... It's probably nice to have a friend outside of the group that you're normally with who has common interest in something that you are now doing. So we'll see what happens as the season goes on. I'm going to stick with my opinion that nothing is going on between the two of them, but we'll see. Only time can tell. We had another hilarious moment that happened next when Sutton met up with the matchmaker and Sutton thought it was a good idea to have Dorit come and help her find a match. Well, She says that Dorit is the perfect person to help her find a match because Dorit fell in love with PK. And if she could fall in love with PK, then Sutton should learn to not be so picky. That is what Sutton said. Which was shady as hell. Coming from someone who can't get a second date. But who said that? (laughs) Like... I don't know. It was just a little shady. Like, girl, don't throw ho- don't throw stones at glass houses. Is that what the saying is? Now, guys, do not get me wrong. I am a Sutton fan. But I just don't like the way she's operating this season. It just seems a little off. So they start talking. I did. They start talking about the, the matchmaker. I did like that moment where the matchmaker the matchmaker said that Sutton is like very self-aware and Dorit was like you think that like there's no way she's the the last thing that Dorit thinks is that Sutton is self-aware she thinks she's very like erratic and like all that and, <laughs> and Sutton was like I think that Dorit 
is looking to die today. Like, she's like, girl, I'm trying to, like, impress this woman to find me a man, and you're telling her all of these, like, bad attributes that I have. I thought it was hilarious. Luckily, she got a match. Who knows if we'll see the date? I am intrigued by Sutton's dating life because I can never get a read on what kind of man she likes. Like, we obviously saw her date in, like, the last season, but they're no longer together. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, does she have a type? Like, um, she also is awkward in dates, which, like, makes for really good TV. So, like, that's interesting to see. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing if we're going to get to see this date that her matchmaker sets her up with. So, but she is pretty picky. Like, I don't know if I would ever, like, maybe set her up with one of my friends. But that's just me. I also don't have any friends that I think would be interested in in Sutton. I don't know. I do have one friend who loves Kettle One, so maybe they can drink vodka together. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I take it back. I don't want to be mean. We have to get to the best part of this episode, guys. That dinner party that Kyle hosted, it was this THC dinner. And let me tell you, I've never had a worst case of FOMO in my entire life. Granted, I wasn't even like invited, so there is no FOMO for me to have. But watching this, I really just wish that I was there. Let's go through the guest list. Kyle Richards, Garcelle, Sutton, Dorit, Erica, the new housewife, Anna Marie, who, uh, could you imagine this being like your first meetup with these ladies is this insane dinner party? She's so lucky. I'm so jealous of her. Crystal, Justin Sylvester, Faye Resnick, Camille, Denise, Cynthia Bailey. I would, I would give an, I would give an organ to have been at that dinner party. And it was amazing. It was so good. So we need to get to talking all about it because that shit was wild as hell. All right. So I did love that Anna Marie walks in. Obviously, she's a friend of Kyle's. She comes in. She's very chatty. Crystal knows her. When Crystal comes in, she sees her and she says she talks a lot. She's very chatty. She said she's a nosy bitch. Always wants to know what's going on. And uh, I'm interested to learn more about the new housewife. Um, Unfortunately, her husband has been in the news recently with some headlines that are not in his favor whatsoever. We're not going to talk about that now. You can go Google the headlines. Um, They have been all over the internet. So I'm interested to see more about their backstory and see how they are with everybody. All the ladies start showing up. Kyle then pulls aside Justin and Faye and says, Kyle and Denise are coming. And they were both shocked. They were like, what? Kyle and Denise are coming? And Kyle says, all we need is like an electronic cigarette. And they do a flashback to the dinner party from hell. The most epic dinner party in the history of Housewives, in my opinion. So 
it was so funny because they do the flashbacks and then it cuts to the three of them talking and Justin is like, he will never emotionally fulfill you. Like they're quoting the dinner party. They are filming a new dinner party, quoting the dinner party from hell. Like this is a full circle moment. It was chef's kiss. I loved it. So they show up and as they walk in the door and by they, I mean, um, Denise and Camille, they show up, they walk in the door and Garcelle goes, Oh, and then you see Denise go, why? Oh, and it wasn't for Denise. I think in my opinion, it was because she was shocked to see Camille show up with Denise because she then says, I may be a newbie, but even I know that Faye and Camille do not like each other. Right. And it was funny when they walked in, like the room got silent and it was like, everyone was just like looking to the door to see who was coming in. And it was just the two of them. And I don't know if they partied in the car, what the hell before they left to go to the dinner. I don't know what the hell was going on, but Denise Richards, honey, she was as lit as a Christmas tree. I, I, I was living for it. And I'm not really a Denise fan. I don't dislike her. I don't dislike, I don't really dislike anybody, but there are some that I'm, there's are people that I'm like really big fans of. And then there are others that I'm not, I'm just not really like a Denise fan. She didn't do it for me as a housewife, but she did it for me at this dinner party. Cause she didn't know what the fuck was going on. She was slurring her words, looking this way. Her mouth was moving that way. It was a hot mess. It was amazing. I was living for every moment of it, but Anyway, the room got silent, as I had said. So Kyle and Sutton, Sutton pulls Kyle away to talk before they sit down for dinner. So Kyle tells Justin, like, okay, like, can just make sure everyone sits down, whatever. So as they're all kind of like maneuvering their way from one part of the house to another, Faye and Camille cross paths. And they do the fake... Beverly Hills, double kiss on the cheek. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. No, it's not. I would much rather you say, no, it's not good to see you. Because they tried to play nice. And then as they both walked into the dinner table, they were seated across from each other. And they both were like, oh, hell no. Like they did not want to like have to deal with each other for the whole entire night, which... I almost wish they would have sat in their initial seats because that could have made for some good reality TV. Instead of Faye all the way down in the corner, it would have been, it would have been interesting for her to clock Camille in what the shit she was saying. I just think it would have been good television. But instead, they sat on separate ends of the table. Now, while they're all sitting at the table, this is where it gets fucking good. It gets so good because Kyle and Sutton are sitting in the other room and they're talking about their talk at Sutton's. And uh, Sutton had said she wasn't being herself, right? So, guys, this is like, I don't, I don't know. if I don't think anybody can relate to this because Sutton wasn't feeling herself because Sutton's ex got this big promotion. And he has to move to London. And uh, he told her, that she's moving with him. And so is their son, James. 
And she doesn't want to move to London with James. And then she's talking about all of this stuff. And she goes, my husband, my or her ex-husband, is very powerful, like globally. And we're not talking about selling houses, like giving a dig at Mauricio's job, saying that like Christian, her ex, is like so much better than Mauricio. And she's saying all this in her confessional, right? So she's... T- She's saying everything in the confessional about her ex-husband being global and not like a real estate agent. So she's telling Kyle her poor story about why she wasn't being herself. And that was the cause of her overreacting at their meetup, right? Turns out she's not going to London, nor is her son. But now Sutton will have him full time and her child support is being increased. And she's just going to have to deal with that. She is going to have to deal with the fact that her ex-husband is moving to London, leaving their son with her full time. And now she's getting more money. And Kyle was just like, ma'am, are you out of touch? Like, this is not something that like you should be complaining about. Now, granted, People's problems are all different, right? Those are rich people problems. Those aren't problems that everyday normal people are facing. So to her, that may be an issue. To everybody else, we're like, damn girl, like that is that is what caused you to be acting the way that you were. I don't know. I agree with Kyle. It was just very out of touch. And Kyle says that Sutton just always makes up excuses when she behaves this way. It was just like... A little much. And the fact that Sutton even got mad at what Kyle was, like, the way Kyle reacted to that story. I did laugh because I was like, oh, my God, these are rich people problems. I posted something on threads that said that. And someone said, more money, mo money, mo problems. Kyle just has mo problems. Like, Mauricio. That was amazing. Again, chef's kiss. Whoever came up with that, I'm sorry. I don't have your handle, but that was fucking hilarious. So they go back to the table because Crystal had came in and like told them like, come on guys, like everyone's waiting for you. So they go back to the dinner table. And at this point, Denise is fucked up, slurring her words again with the facial expression. She's like, like her mouth is moving all types of crazy. Um, and Sutton is still on this like kick where she thinks that Kyle isn't being honest. So guys, I got to rewind for a second. Cause I got to take it back to the room when they were, when it was just Sutton and Kyle in the room before, or when Crystal walked in, <laughs> cause Kyle said something that had me fucking dying laughing. Before Sutton got up to leave, Kyle had told her, like, maybe I'm not being, like, that kind of a friend to you because you've been being a little weird and a little off lately. She said, I don't know if it was, as she goes, I don't know if it was the medicine from your feet that had you acting strange. (laughs) Guys... I was cracking up. She's like, is it your foot medication that has you acting weird? (laughs) 
Oh my God, I can't. It was just so funny. Or if like she had too many drinks, whatever. So that's when Sutton got, she's like, I can't, like she just got up and walked away. I don't know if it's your foot meds that got you acting crazy, but I'm not here for it, guys. That was literally hilarious. It was so good, right? Anyway, so let's get back to the dinner. Sutton gets back to the table and like, just like she wants to like start shit. She didn't say what she meant to say when she was one-on-one with Kyle. But then once she got back to the table, she like grew a backbone and like started talking even more shit, probably because she had Garcelle there that she knew was going to back her up. And I don't know, to me, it was like, you had the chance. You should have said what you wanted to say. But now that other people are around that may have the same thoughts that you have and they'll be able to chime in is when you want to say it. Like, and that's that's what you're going to do. You're going to wait until later. I don't know. It just seemed kind of like a shitty move. Um, so Kyle also walks back to the table. She sits down. Dorit is like lipping to her. Like, are you okay? Like whispering. And Kyle was like, no, that bitch. Like, I'm, she's dealing with this crazy woman like the past couple of weeks. So she's probably just over it. I did love that Crystal spoke up though. Crystal said, I want to like, we got to clear the air. We need to see what the hell's going on here. And Kyle gave Sutton the opportunity to ask her what she really wanted to say. And Sutton doesn't say a damn thing, right? Meanwhile, you got the kitchen staff who's trying to make their THC dinner. They're nervous as hell to even go out to the table because they're screaming at each other. They're asking for permission. Like, should we go out there while they're screaming at each other? Let me tell you something. If I was one of those employees, you bet your ass I would be standing out there listening to their fights. I'd be in the corner eating popcorn, one ear like this, like making sure that I can hear everything that's going on. Um, (laughs) So she gives her the opportunity to like ask her, like, is there something you want to say? Just say it. And Sutton goes, asks her if there's something going on in her personal life that she wants to talk about, that she wants to share. And instead of just saying like, Girl, is there something going on in your marriage? I noticed the ring. What the hell's going on? I saw the rumors. She's beating around the bush. Finally, Garcelle steps in and says, what Sutton's thinking? What's going on with your marriage? What's going on with the new ring? And she, like then she played it off like it wasn't Sutton who wanted to know that. She's like, and someone said, who wants to know that? And Garcelle was like, I want to know it. Like, girl, no, you probably do, but you're saying this to help your girl out because she's mute. All of a sudden, she's at a loss for words. Well, Garcelle says she thought it was a makeup band for when your husband messes up and you get a gift. And this was gold. She goes, I have a diamond necklace, a diamond cross. And then Camille goes, I've gotten cars. So they're all sharing the gifts that they got when their husbands cheated on them. And it is hilarious. You got Erica who's laughing her ass off. It was so good. It was so good. Also, the fact that they all have this in common, it's just like Beverly Hills problems. Like, it is like, oh, your husband, Kelsey Grammer cheated on you, so we got you an Aston Martin. Like, people, like, that's insane. Like, also, that's like, that's wild. Where do I find somebody like that? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, Regardless, it was just very hilarious to like, see them all saying this. But, um, again, it was just 
Sutton really kind of like avoiding the question of what she actually wanted to say. So she got her girlfriend to do it for her. Well, it was just very annoying. And come to find out, Kyle says, like, I bought the ring myself. It wasn't a makeup band or an I, I'm sorry ring. She liked the ring, so she bought a piece of jewelry for herself. And that is her answer. So just accept it. And Sutton, you can tell in her face, she is not buying it. She's not happy with that answer. She didn't hear what she wanted to hear. And that was it. Luckily, she dropped it because let me tell you, like, I could not listen to this anymore. I was more interested in Drunk Denise, Faye and Camille, and the ladies talking about the gifts that they got while their husband cheated on her. Like, I wanted more of that. I could care less about Sutton being worried about Kyle's ring and like where it's coming from. She gave you an answer. You guys also really aren't in the best place right now. So for you to like be questioning that kind of just makes you look a little bit worse. But I mean, who am I to say? It was a to be continued episode. I cannot wait until next week. It is going to be so good. Beverly Hills, let me tell you, that was my favorite episode of the season. That and a couple of the Vegas episodes, killing it. Thank God. It started off with a little bit of a slow start for me, but thank God they are, it's getting good, guys. And I cannot wait until next week. I want to know your thoughts on the last episode. So just drop your stuff in the comments. Let me know what you thought. It was, and we're going to chat about it again next week because I'm going to need to talk about what else, what happened at the end of that dinner. So, my God, I can't wait. I, I just, I can't wait. All right, we'll talk about it more next week. Guys, we got some stuff that we have to get into. Just a couple of hot topics I want to talk to you guys about real quick. Taylor Armstrong announced her departure from Real Housewives of Orange County. She was a friend of on season 17. The first housewife to cross franchises from Beverly Hills to Orange County. She did a post. It was a carousel of photos that she had put on um, her Instagram. And it did have a caption that I'm going to read for you guys. And her caption was, Love spending time with the ladies of RHOC and thankful I got to give the viewers an update on my life. I've made some real friendships that I cherish. Wishing the ladies all the best in season 18. P.S. Season 17 is going on my IMDb. That's a great close-up because, obviously, if you watch the season, you know there was the issue with the IMBD and IMDB and Heather's and Heather um, Dubrow. I'm actually bummed to see her go. I would have loved for her to come back for another season. Who knows what's going on for next season, guys? There are rumors swirling that Alexis is coming back. Who's to say? She's been popping up a lot lately, so it is possible I don't believe the rumors that her and John Jansen are dating. Tamara had put out a statement on her podcast that like they're, they were just in the same restaurant and they took a photo that they're not together. Who knows what's, what is going to happen? You never know if maybe Tamara's covering up for Alexis. So that way it comes out on the show. I don't I just made that up. I'm not, I'm, listen to me over here starting rumors. I have no idea, but it's a bummer. But Taylor, I'm going to miss you. I really, I really enjoyed her on this season. Guys, we had the variety women on reality TV event that was on Wednesday night. The ladies 
killed it. They all looked amazing. Paige, my girl, looked like a stunner. Her and Craig were there. So um, it was Paige, Candy, Tamara, Heather Gay, Kyle Richards. And there was a sixth. Who am I missing? Oh, Teresa. And Paige was there with Craig. Candy was there with Todd. Eddie was there with Tamara. Um, Heather had taken her son. And uh, Teresa was there with Louie. It was just like so good to see them all dressed up out on the town. A bunch of them got honored. So it was so cool to see. Congratulations to all of them. They were all named in the top 40 most powerful women in reality TV. Love to see it. It was amazing. I want to talk to you about the People article that came out about Joe Bradley and Danielle from Summer House and how he is smitten with her and they met at BravoCon and they just hit it off, right? I love to see it. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm a Joe Bradley fan. I love Joe Bradley. I'm a Danielle fan. I love Danielle. I love the two of them together. It makes sense. I know a lot of people are saying, oh my God, she goes from one guy to the next and she's all over Alex right now. We're watching her all over Alex, which was her fresh off a breakup on a show she filmed like seven, eight months ago. Like it was so long ago. And now we are just rewatching it, but she's moved so far past that. So I think it's good. Like, I think it's, it's cute to see them. They're both very attractive. He has gone to New York to visit her. She's going to Charleston to visit him. And no one's saying it's serious. They're not getting married. They're just having some fun and they both deserve it. So I hope that that works out. I am so, so, so excited for the, re- uh, the return of Southern Hospitality Season 2. That comes out next week. I am go- I'm going to Charleston for the premiere party, guys. So I'm going to tell you guys all about it. I cannot wait for that. Um, also, right before I started recording this, it just dropped. Um, Raquel announced her, sorry, Rachel announced her podcast. She's coming out with a podcast. It's called Rachel Goes Rogue. The name is fitting. I posted the trailer on my Instagram. Am I going to listen to it? Probably because I list, do all of this and I want to know everything that's going on. Um, I also said that about Tom's podcast that I would listen. I only listened to like two episodes, but we'll see. I will definitely at least listen to the premiere and let you guys know what's going on in case you just don't want to waste your time. But there's so many like little things that are happening. With that said... We have come to an end, so I hope that you guys have the best weekend. Catch up on all your shows. Make sure that you are rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing a link with your friends to invite them to the party and to come hang out with us. Like all of the things, just make sure you're doing them. And I will, I'm going to try to record a podcast when I am in Southern Charm, or not when I'm in Southern Charm, when I'm in Charleston. I'll let you guys know. Um, But I hope you guys have a good weekend and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.
Media Products.